Sneakers and Stories, a podcast from Pint of Stuff with Mr. B and SJ. Well, there we go. And we're back for another podcast. Pod, 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 pod. Pod, 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 pod. Podcast. Um, it might be a bit of a chill uh, podcast tonight because it's tonight and we normally record these in the afternoon. When we have a bit more energy. But, yes. You know, it's Saturday night, it's cold, it's wet outside. We've each got a cup of decaf coffee. <laughs> it's so rock and roll, people. It's, yeah. It's 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 the rock and roll life that you were all expecting, Mr. B and SJ, to be living. No, um, so SJ. I'm last, SJ. You are SJ. Yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm Mr. B, and um, what do we do, SJ? We talk about sneakers and, and things and relating things. to sneakers. Sneakers yeah. and things. And we do YouTube. We're on it's Pint Stuff on YouTube. We're on Instagram. That's Pint Stuff as well. There's also a stream every Sunday night on YouTube. That's Sneaker Streaming Sundays. What time is that, That's SJ? That's at 8 p.m. here in the UK, 12 p.m. on the West Coast, 3 p.m. on the East Coast, around 5 a.m. in Tokyo. It's like you've done that before, SJ. I might have done. Yeah, so um, last week, I quite enjoyed our meandering conversation the many stories that we were telling on sneakers and stories and so this week this week that's a funny face (laughs) that's because i honestly can't even remember what we talked about last week the week's just gone by in a daze in a bit of a blur but yes this week this week am i sounding nasally by the way you are a little bit but that's fine it's fine it's um you're allowed to you're allowed to no it's um so this week in in our world, um, the Nike is there been, another world? There might be. Elon thinks that there could be many, many worlds. He even suggests that this might actually be a simulation that we're in ourselves, and that somebody is potentially running this somewhere else. That's deep. It is, but we want to talk about sneakers. Okay. And this week, the old street hawker. <laughs> Mr. B's trying to grab hold of the street hawker without falling off his um, chair. This week landed, and there is a vi- an unboxing of this on YouTube, and we, we are going to do a cinematic on foot for these. But the thing that I wanted to talk to you, SJ, about is... Food? Well, I would love to talk to you about food. <laughs> I'm hungry now. <laughs> well, look at that, right? So you've got some pita bread there. This is more of the noodle flour-based shoe. It's It's a stunning shoe, everyone. The materials on it are phenomenal but what i was actually going to talk about sj was storytelling yeah because we touched on it last week a little bit we did when we talked about nike sb and their moody board if you remember yeah that was after harry's comment exactly yeah exactly but now i've got them in hand and now that you've seen them first of all do you know another shoe that tells a better story oh it's it's really tough. I mean, the storytelling on these is, as you said, to quote you, phenomenal. 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 It's a funk phenomena. It is. Um, Go on. <laughs> I mean, they are really, really nice. And the weird thing is, I, I, I'm now wondering which one is my favourite. Now, just looking at them again, at, not under the bright, bright lights. Right, so you have so the the left shoe, everyone. Is, do you know your left and right? I do vaguely know my left and right. I do have to check sometimes, SJ. What is my left and right? You know, I literally like look at my watch or I sort of move my hands up and down. But the left shoe is the flower base shoe. The suede on that is lovely, and the suede on the toe box, which um, is it, mung bean soup? Yes, that I it represents so, from yeah. Beijing. 
So you just have another look at that because it is an amazing shoe. And, and describe what, what you see. I am seeing shaggy suede, which is really nice. It's a really nice colour, actually. It's like a minky minky grey, I guess. Minky grey? <laughs> minky grey, yeah. Okay. Just, just go watch the unboxing video. You'll know what I'm talking about. But yeah, they, um, then you've got... Oh, they're just lovely. They are really lovely. But you were saying, as we started talking... So on on the unboxing, we we definitely both went for the the left shoe, which is the flower based product shoe. It's it feels more organic. The shoe's made of canvas, or sorry, it has more canvas and suede and um, those sort of textures. The right hand shoe um, is it has the copper the, the copper, copper toe, toe box, yeah, and the ostrich fur. Uh, sorry, the ostrich fur? The ostrich. ostrich. I don't think ostriches have fur. <laughs> they although, have feathers. Although maybe, you know, maybe if they get cold, they put on, I don't know. No, they just have extra feathers. Do they have extra feathers? I think so, yeah. I don't think I've ever touched an ostrich feather. But um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I've never touched an ostrich. <laughs> you know what? I haven't. I don't think, like, they're the pretty vicious birds. You know, they... Are you sure you're not getting confused with an emu? <laughs> Well, it isn't just an emu like like a like an ostrich that hasn't grown up. I don't know. No, no it's I'm, not. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But um, but you were saying you're not sure which is your favourite now. Yeah, it's quite tough, isn't it? And I, as I was saying, when after you did the unboxing video, wouldn't it have been really funny if they'd done um, like alternate packs? So like one pattern. So say the the mung bean. Yes, the, was, mung, the mung bean, bean was actually done on, in some boxes on the right foot rather than the left. You're just trying to mess with this, right? Ste- bear with me, people. Okay. And then the right shoe, the more fiery one, was actually also done on the left. And then you could have like people deciding whether they wanted to trade to actually have a matching pair or not. Oh my, Imagine that. That's controversial. Trading, I know it is. Trading singular shoes. That's just going to blow StockX's business model. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't mean it like that. I meant between oh, people that actually know each other. People that know. Or, well, or people that don't know each other, but, but follow each other on that their social media. I didn't mean for a StockX thing. I meant like, say you were the same size as, I don't know. Um, somebody. Somebody. I don't think you are the same size as, as anybody that we know in our community, actually. No, I don't think so. I think we've all got different size feet. But yeah, just say that you were the same size and you did a swapsie. A and you swapsie. actually had a pair. Imagine Ooh. that. Oh, that, that would be tricky. Now, if you could have a pair. <laughs> yeah, what would I have? What would you have? Am I allowed both? No. Oh. You're only, you're only al- ever allowed to own one pair. W- one pair. Oh, SJ. Sorry. SJ's just grabbing her coffee and just smashing it against the side of the mic. Um, I, I think Huxley's getting in on this conversation. A dog has come over and he's just sitting, looking at us both as if to say, what are you two doing? Right or left? Copper or shaggy suede? Huxley, copper or shaggy suede? No, no, th- no one can see this. It's okay, so it doesn't really work. But I'm so. But you were saying, back to what? why we grabbed the shoes. So aside from storytelling to the max you were saying obviously in the unboxing that you preferred the shaggy suede left shoe but having looked at them under less bright lights and possibly being influenced by the people at attitude 
Inc. Who <laughs> who Al, Alvin like? Really, He's all in on that one. Isn't he it? loves the the right shoe, and um, I think you're turning. You know what? And I was having a conversation with someone this week. This person and I think that um, these shoes and are going to look better and better the more they're worn. Yeah, I agree with that. I was about to say that. Like that one in particular with the, the copper toe. Which, uh, which one? The, the copper toe one. <laughs> the copper toe one. <laughs> that is going to... Yeah, you're right. That's going to wear really, really well. Well, if you look... So when we, um, when we filmed the cinematic on foot, which you won't have seen yet, listeners um, and, and friends in the community there, but um, I kept the shoes on then all day. And I know some of you are going to wince right now. I, I can feel you wincing through whatever medium it is that you're listening to this on. I've already creased the toe box. In fact, you creased them so much you hurt your ankle. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was like jumping around. Like I actually jumped around a little bit too much, which isn't all captured on the camera. And it really, really hurt. Oh, hello. The doorbell's going in some strange, strange way. But... So you're, you think, do you, do you think the copper toe now? No, I still think. You're still on Shaggy's I don't know. It's, it's really hard. They're both really nice. They are amazing. Yeah. So the question comes back to storytelling. Yeah, storytelling is amazing. So the question I'm going to ask you, if you could tell a story, <laughs> like just a theme for, for a theme for a shoe, what would the theme be? Oh now, my word! Like if there was just like one thing, it's just like yeah, that 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 just bangs hard for me. I reckon I could like do something really interesting with that. What would the theme that you would come up with? Now, bearing in mind that this is like Street Hawker, this is food carts in China, this is you know six different cities. There's so much going on in this. Yeah. What would you do? House music. House music, but when from? Late nineties. And. So house music, late nineties or mid, or, or all mid- right. Let's just say nineties. Nineties, okay. Late night. Let's say nineties house music. And what would you use to? T- what do you think you'd be using to tell the story? Music is the answer. Music is the answer. Now, see, I, I <laughs> see, SJ and I haven't rehearsed this at all. But no, we haven't. We haven't at all, and we don't rehearse this. I hope that this comes off as as a conversation between us. Um, but actually I've got a really good idea now go on then okay so come on so I'd take the uh the roulette cover from music sounds better with you what for the whole shoe I would I would draw some inspiration from that Mm -hmm. for for various reasons and it looks like a roulette wheel everyone and it has gold on the outside so you can already see that there could be some toe box colors going with gold yeah so I think the roulette wheel it's kind of cool with the gold and the black. Yep. Stars. Oh, there's so much here. There is, isn't there? Yeah, if you think about it, you could literally use that that single, that 12-inch, yep. as the inspiration. You could. Um, see, I was going a different route. Okay. I'm, I love I'm your idea, by the way. Like, that idea, park that. Okay. We're, we'll need to hold on to that idea. I was thinking, same thing, really. Record covers. Yep. But in the same way that um, the same way that the street hawkers are like all those cities, all those different dishes, 
you use a different panel and i just heard sj gulping gulping the coffee um you use each of the individual panels and you pick the most iconic single covers of their time um now you'd have to have some factory records in there in some way and so you'd have to have like some hatching on something you could go nuts. But some of the factory record stuff has already been used on sneakers. Oh, that's true. That's true. But Vans did a thing, didn't they? It was like super limited because remember they had the power corruption and lies yes. on Vans and I could never get them. Oh, that'd be amazing. I think we could do it better because music sounds better. With you. Exactly. God, that's so <laughs> cheesy, people. That's so cheesy. So I, I just thought it was interesting. I think storytelling, people don't naturally as- associate sneakers with storytelling and the thing like we said last week about nike sb having moody boards um, (laughs) which you can take that any which any which way to tell stories i was thinking so do any other brands go in so heavy on the storytelling and execute it so well and it's not often like they do but i think it's The thing that I think is very different about Nike SB in particular is just how often they hit. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, if you think about a lot of the collabs, it's really just like slapping a label on it or slapping slapping the print. That's fair. um, Or whatever it is, the, the, I can't think of the words, the, the character or whatever. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I can't think of another one that that, that does do the storytelling in quite the same in way. In the same way. And or or the other thing is what they what they're very clever at, and I wonder if this is the PR team. Um <laughs> the people that deal with the PR team, like the who deal with on the shoes side of the business. Because I don't know whether they explicitly say all the time, oh, this colorway is X, Y, Z. And then from there, if you think about it, the sneaker press, the community make the story up. And then that becomes the story of the shoe and what the shoe is. Which is equally as interesting, whereas I don't know whether you get that the same with with people are into other other brands. But anyway, I was... I'm incredibly fascinated by this topic. It, it 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 goes to the heart of probably why I buy so many because I'm sucker for a story. <laughs> if there's a story behind anything, I'm in there. Like I've generally like often I'll buy random stuff on Kickstarter or just random <laughs> That's things. That's true. Just random things because I love the story of the people behind it or the thinking. Like they may not come to fruition or or they may you know they may fail, but I just love a story behind something. It makes it more real, I think yeah it it gives more it gives that connection, doesn't it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that makes it and so talking of amazing stories, yeah, and colorway inspiration, the pink pigs. I'm not doing a pig impression again. You're not doing a pig impression, but they're coming. They're coming on Feb 13th and the pictures are really out there now. Um, and I know you want to hit on them. Pinky and perky, pinky perky. Okay, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. I don't even know what, what, where that came from. But like, do you... Like, I think it's really interesting, again, the inspiration, 
But that's really just a solid colorway. It is. It's a solid colorway. It's it's just it's a really nice pink. The materials look amazing. Yeah. It just works. It does work. But here's the question for you. <laughs> here's the question for you. If you are said person in Oregon doing whatever it is that they do in the secret towers on the campus there. What came first, the color or the story? See, what, see right? Did did the color come first because they're following on from last year's strange love for the Valentine's period? Mm-hmm. That's possible. And I'm trying to think. What did they do the year in 2019? It was girls. Girls don't cry. Or uh, the one they were exclu- exclusive to Japan. Yeah, I think. we couldn't get them here. They were lovely. Whatever they were, they were red and they have a heart yes. on their heel. I want to say it's girls don't cry, but I might have just made that up. I don't think I have. Oh, th- see, this is the problem, folks. Like, listen, literally, right now, it's in the evening. It's quite late, and. My brain's just not functioning to to do, but but you want to hit on them, don't you? And that would be, have you got any dunk lows this year? What in twenty twenty one? Yeah, no, I've only bought one pair so far. Come on, I'm just checking, <laughs> and I'm they haven't ch- arrived yet. I'm just checking. <laughs> I'm just checking. Well, talking of um, talking of hitting on shoes, I had a bit of a success this morning. You did, didn't you? Yeah, I am. Um, I thought like so. I've Obviously, like most people, you're in sneakers app, and like most people, you ask you probably, you probably get it to remind you just for a laugh these days on on a Saturday morning. Like, yep, let's see if we can just stick a little pin in our finger and just get a little bit of pain first thing in the morning. And so the the Dunk High, not the SP, but just the Nike Dunk High Curry. It's um, I think the colorway is like a velvet brown and the shaggy suede, and um. I've been looking at the pictures of them and I think they look phenomenal. And so this morning I just thought I'd uh, I gently um I gently access the the sneakers app and uh, gently I, access it. Well, yes, I don't know like I it was I was just waking up like it's just a gentle tap on the thing like it was like muscle memory nearly. I know where it is on my phone. It's it's like one swipe across and then it's just two apps from from the top and I'm like boom. Hit there, entered the draw, forgot that I entered the draw, comes downstairs, does the whole morning routine thing where it's like, right, grind the beans, do the coffee, all of that stuff. And then I just happen to like pick my phone out and I just literally say to SJ, oh, I've got a win. (laughs) I've got those dunks. And I really genuinely did not anticipate. I I had thought that i would enter many other draws for them but because the street hawkers came this week i thought well maybe i shouldn't push it too hard um, in case there's some other other shoes that i want so i thought i'd enter the draw and they yeah they should be coming next week now i've been looking at the pictures of them and i've been looking at other dunks that nike the normal nike nike red box has been releasing i think these are the best quality that they've done well, well, you can't really say that till they arrive and you see them in hand. But all right, from, from pictures, from pictures, yeah. But I think that those color, that colorway, just pictures really well. I, I just think some some Nike colorways just don't picture particularly well in their their whoever does their images for whatever reason. Well, it's cheap leather. 
It's not necessarily... No, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean it like that. No, but, but they're going to use the the best sample in their pictures. The the best... Are they? Well, you would kind of hope they would. Yeah, that, that's... That, like, that, if, if, if you're taking a picture of something from... You would want your your very best sample. Think think of like, think of all those McDonald's and Burger King posters that you go past that have been done by a, f- a food photographer, and then look at what you actually get. That's true, but <laughs> I so so randomly, and we deviate from from the topic here. I've watched a number of YouTube videos on how they make those pictures. It's not food. It's really it's not the genuine food. That they they all Freaking use standard, surely. Well, so I was reading something about how do people take the most amazing pictures of cereal in the morning, like as not not on Instagram, but like so, you know, you know the bowls of of, of cereal that that you see on on adverts. Yeah, it's not milk; it's sort of wood glue mixed with something so that it what? looks perfect. That's outrageous. I know. I know. They do all kinds of random stuff to the buns and the burgers to make them look perfect see and this is the problem with youtube it's amazing what you can you can find out the holes i go down on, on youtube it is random very it random. is but um but yeah so you got a win in the sneakers app and which is just reminding me so one of my um i told you this last week so one of my friends who who lo- who likes sneakers but she she doesn't she you know she doesn't collect them or anything she just likes a pair that she likes and wears and she messes me to be fair that's how it should yeah that's be. that's how most that's how most normal people are yeah so she messaged me hi babe i'm gonna try and get some jordans that coming out on monday at 8 a.m what sort of time do you think i need to be online any tips 8 a.m <laughs> to which my response was just crying with laughter and i was <laughs> and i just said just pray as if you get them, I'll be shocked. And she was like, really? And I was like, yeah, you need to be on blah, 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 blah. She's like, laughing out loud, is it that bad? So then I pinged her on Monday yeah. to just see if she got them. Okay. And uh, I, I also had to explain the sneakers app as well because she didn't know that that existed. But anyway, so I pinged her on, on like 20 past eight on Monday. Mm-hmm. I was like, did you get them? She said, no. The website was useless, so I went on the app, but it didn't carry out, carry my details over, so I had to put them in all over again. And, I was, and she was like, annoying. And I was like, welcome to sneaker party. Yes. She put, I'm normally quite good at getting stuff, and I'm like, nah, you're not. No, no, not at all. <laughs> like, it's, um, it is kind of fascinating when you talk to, um, I, when you talk to people who don't buy, you know, I would probably say sensible, normal people who don't spend their lives thinking about shoes um, and when to get more shoes and the stories behind the shoes and how the shoes, like just shoes um, and sneakers and other other things. It's fascinating when when you tell them the lengths that we go to um, and all they don't just realize how you just can't get them. And then and then you tell them about the secondary market so you tell them about stock x you tell them about goat you even tell them like ebay or wherever else you sell and you tell them the prices and the look on their face it's just like it's priceless they're just like really well i'll yes. never forget remember when my niece messaged me when she was like 14 and mm-hmm. and said when you went to these raffles i can't remember exactly what she said but she was like 
when you enter a raffle do you do you win them <laughs> I'm like do you or do you get them for free you know just thinking it's a raffle yeah as th- let's as be honest that's a, that's a sensible person and I was and I had to like explain to her that you're entering a raffle to have the chance to buy a pair of sneakers and I as I was like explaining it I was like oh my god this sounds ridiculous really it does sound it, when you start to actually lay it out and you <laughs> and you think about what we do and what we're into there is an element of are you guys all right like literally are you all right because but when like I'm now looking again at the street hawkers the immense pleasure of just looking at this mass-produced piece of <laughs> footwear, but the storytelling, the materials, how good it looks on foot. Like, I know there's an element of vanity there, but this is... Oh, there's a bit of glue on the tongue. Yeah, there was a little bit on, oh, uh, on one of the irrit- swishes as well. That's irritating. Sorry, people. I just got distracted by my own my own shoes. What I, I didn't think that we'd go this way, SJ, with, with the conversation. Because what I was going to ask you was, um, you know, obviously if we look in the sneaker news at the moment across Hypebeast or Sneaker News or wherever else you get your news, there's so many normal dunks coming. Oh, yeah, there's loads. So many. And so I was going to ask you, do you think they're doing a Jordan type thing? Yeah, and we've touched on this before. They're definitely doing that. And I think in some ways, I think that might... It could potentially be, well, it's, okay, it's two ways. It's either going to be really, really good for yeah. those that are into SBs, because everybody's just going to be going after the others. Yeah. Or, or and also, it could just become dunk fatigue as well. Mm-hmm. So people just get, you Fingers know, I, I think that that's, that there's a lot of people that weren't into dunks previously. True. That are now suddenly into dunks. That's true. And I think that that, that you know, it may, may give them the old dunk fatigue. I might be wrong. Um, or it could just go the other way and continue fueling the beast. That's true. Well, I, I was just thinking that, well, my hope is that with so many available, so many available, that, um, th- that you know, your average Joe who's sort of into them they get what they need and then we get what we need um and everyone's happy <laughs> i don't that's not going to be the case is it no, that's not, not. going to be the case um so so that was a that was a kind of a a random thing to to, to be talking about so, i think it's you know it's it goes back to what you know we we bumped into to greg from decade this was last week or the week before. Mm-hmm. And he said something like, you know, about how mad all the dunk stuff has gone. And he just made that comment, you know, you've been there since whenever. Mm-hmm. And other people have just come and go. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and actually, just shout out to Greg. It's um, in October. It's 10 years of decade, which is kind of nuts. Yeah. I, re- I vaguely remember it opening. Yeah. Well, yeah, vaguely. I remember when he used to be in Route 1 and we went in there. Yeah. It's very, very strange. That's, that's what I mean. It's it's like you've known him for nearly 10 years now. So it's just quite interesting that you said that. Yeah. It's, um, it is a, it's a peculiar time. But now I, I want to take us in a whole other direction. Okay. I want to take us back 20 years. 
<laughs> Can you believe it? 20 years. I want to take us back to Harachi's. I want to take us back to Stussy and Harachi. Um, and um, this the, the, this new, you know, Stussy and Nike clearly best best buddies at the moment. Absolutely it, best it buddies. It appears to be, yeah. Um, but I, I was looking at the colorway and I think it's oak brown. I, I know I'm sure I've got that wrong. I'm just remembering the, of this off the top of my head. Really lovely colorway. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna hold my hands up, people. I was not into those shoes back then. Um, but the thing that I, when I was looking at them was, first of all, late nineties, early two thousands, and I think this this colorway is from the year two thousand. I thought, God, they'll look really good with a pair of combats. Really good with a pair of combats. And if you think about it, there was a ton of military inspired, like that was a real thing then. It didn't really go away, but it was a thing. Like, yeah, it was a real thing. And so my question to you, <laughs> what else from that period of time do you think should come back? Oof. Like... Isn't most of it back at the moment? Like, when we talked about that North Face and Invincible collab mm-hmm. last week, that was from the 90s as well. Or not very 90s inspired. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just wondered, I was I was trying to, like, I was going through my mind, um, or what other brands that were like... <laughs> Are we talking about your skanky old Mambo top that we dug out today that was like 23 years old? It is. It's is that a, the 90s? Yeah. That is a 90s. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's vintage. It is very vintage. It's vintage. It looks vintage. <laughs> Well, I, I suppose the question then to you is... Um, Do Mambo exist as a brand? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I, like, like, I'm assuming Quicksilver still exists. Oh, I think it may have gone on. Did it go under? I don't know. Maybe, uh, m- maybe, maybe listeners can tell us. I know this is deviating from shoes, people. <laughs> but um, it's just one of those random things I was thinking about. And I suppose the question back to you, SJ, then... Um, because you were into in more into that that type of footwear or or circle of friends who had that type of footwear, did you ever have any? I never had Harachis, and I think I touched upon this in in my first podcast with you. Actually, I didn't have Harachis. My friend Claire had a pair because she's got she's tiny, like she's like four foot something. Um, and she's got small feet. She really four foot. <laughs> okay, I may have exaggerated a bit. I don't think she's four foot. Claire's really small. She's she's taller than four foot. Okay, <laughs> I'm exaggerating. Um, so she had really really small feet, so she could get away with like having the kids sneakers. Whereas at that point, I was I was still a size six, so I'd have to have adults sneakers. So of course, which is why. I'm, it was always really expensive. So I th- I think it's around the time that I had my Air Max 90s that we talked about. You know, the blue and the yeah, pink yeah, yeah. and the grey ones that we think are coming back. I think I had those at that time and she had the Harachis. So long story short, I never bought Harachis because they were really expensive. Oh, yeah, for sure. Really that, expensive. Like, I hardly touched Nike footwear in the, in the early mid-90s. I just didn't have the money to do it. But um, I was just wondering, but then that means, and this touches on something that we talked about last week, she didn't have all the tech. No. Well, no, I guess not. I'm curious. I, I'd love to, like, buy. I really like those Harachis. A, a child's pair. 
and then the adults pair. What are you going to do? Get the dog to put them on and ask the dogs. No, to I was get the dog cut to do an unboxing. What? Because I want to see what's oh in God. the soul. Like, has anyone done that? Has anyone actually cut like a kids pair and an adults pair down the middle to see what's in the soul? Like, what's missing? Wow. I think it could be interesting. My word, SJ. <laughs> yeah, you'd think SJ being on the old source or what? She's like, she's been very, very like vulgar. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely doing all of the, and she's on like 40 a day at the moment. She's never, she's never smoked in her life. Um, so, so you can't think about what else we're thinking. So, and talking about tech and kids and shoes and stuff. I was talking to a guy on Friday and um, somehow we got talking about duck boots. I don't know how. Um, I'm, well, I think it stemmed from, we started talking about duck boots and AF1 the Gore-Tex the Gore-Tex, ones, which yeah, you were interested in. Yeah, because my duck boots have sprung a leak. Exactly. But he told me, he was like, yeah, I was thinking that for a while, but I've had, I, I tried those, those, um, those AF1 Gore-Tex lows. And the problem with them is they don't cover your ankle. So you, you still get wet. Yeah, it's, but it's not the lows that I want. Ah, uh, but get me with the technology. Okay. But he said, I've just bought this pair of walking boots. I was like, Okay. And he said, no, no, I've just bought this pair of walking boots and they've got graphene in the sole. And this company partnered with Manchester, the University of Manchester, and put graphene in the sole. Do you, do you know what graphene is? No. So, so <laughs> I'm gra- looking at you very blankly. Yeah, yeah. So, so graphene is a new sort of material that I don't think it's really using a great deal at the moment. I think it might have might have come out of Manchester but it's a hundred times stronger than steel. Right. So, but it's flexible and will absorb energy. Okay. And so what this company have done is they've put, they basically, I think they partly made the sole out of graphene and the tops made, like, it looks like a hardcore, it looks like, like you're about to tackle Mount Everest with this thing. But it's, it's made of this stuff and it's got Gore-Tex like on the top to like, breathing and all of that stuff but in theory the soul won't wear out Interesting. And, and so i was just thinking with that and just all the other technology uh, and i think puma of um i think we we're having a conversation about puma as well actually and they're like really going hard on tech this year um within their shoes and i think i think it's just really fascinating just like where shoes could go and one of the things the reason I'm talking about the graphene thing and like the soles don't wear out or shouldn't wear out because they're, they're that strong is um, it's a different way to think about sustainability. What? Something that's last significantly longer. Well, my duck boots are, they're like three and a half years old. Okay. Which isn't bad. No, that, that, that's good. That's good. They've, they go on decent walks. They get muddy. Don't you know? It's not like they've been looked after because they're muddy as hell. Yeah, they're used and abused. But yeah. it's, because I think I also saw this week, which is again the whole this this random meandering path. Um, I saw an, an article that indicated that basically what we do is not sustainable. Well, I just sent you that. That was in that was in Vogue, I think, wasn't it? Well, like I think there's probably many other parts of the fashion industry that they might want to point a finger at first. 
um, before they start pointing the finger at, at me. I'm just keeping them. Like if people ever need, like in the future, when the uh, when when like the zombie apocalypse comes, they're going to come for your sneakers. No, no, not that. People like people are going to need shoes. That is true. They're going to need to trade shoes because like they're going to have like and and we we can be shoe traders. Admittedly, everyone's going to have to have the same size foot <laughs> as me. <laughs> but um, yeah, a, a bit of paper in them if you you know if they're a bit too big. Um, and Fine. and if they're a bit too small, take the inner sole out. They'll still they'll still do a good job. So yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. We're going to trade shoes for like stuff, okay? Whatever it is that we need when everything collapses, okay? Society collapses. I just thought it was really interesting about about um, these these walking boots, considering what we've been talking about. But um, um, I I suppose. That then moves on to another shoe that comes that the I saw a lot about this week. Um, in fact, I saw a video from Jill, from Jimmy Fallon. Did you see that video? I saw the posts of it, but I didn't actually watch it. The Go Flyies, yeah. Um, and uh, let me see if I've got the Go Flyies up as a picture. Yes. So, but the thing I. The, the concept of hands-free. And he basically cut a shoe in half and said it should have a, a hinge. But they Nike had been working on it for years. Yeah. But I think it's fascinating that they're starting to tackle all of, like, you know, just random problems. Like for some people who, who have disabilities, they can't put the shoes on easily. It's a pain in the butt. Can't tie the laces. Can't tie laces for whatever. Too, yeah, too hard. Or equally... You're running around, you know, you've got to kick your shoes off. You've got your shopping in your... Like, like there's so many bizarre, random things, um, which kind of got me looking at them more. And um, while I don't like them, the the Go Flyies, it is a... It's an interesting concept. And what I... And I'm showing SJ a picture of it now, um, SJ. And this is one. There's there's one in black. And there's there's some other colours. There's a really bright pastely one. Yeah, there is. Um, but it hinges in the middle. Yeah, it's really weird because at first you like look at it and it's like, why have Nike made some weird high heel thing? Yeah, it's like proper weird. But but yeah, I think it's it's quite interesting the tech thing. I think it's fascinating that they're that they're trying to push beyond. Because if you think about conceptually. The way that we put shoes on, and this is a peculiar topic to be talking about, <laughs> hasn't really changed for hundreds of years, really. I guess they're trying to be um, accessible to all. Yeah, inclusive. Yeah. Um, but I think it. I, I think it's just interesting that they're just. I'd love to know what else is going on in their labs. Like, what other specific problems are they trying to tackle? You're just thinking about Back to the Future, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, well, we've already had like, like that. I am thinking like that, but I'm but but that was a very specific type of shoe. Um, it wasn't necessarily at that time they weren't necessarily thinking about solving a, a human problem. And I bet there's loads of human problems that are vaguely shoe related that they're thinking about. And, I, and the thing is, I'm not smart enough to know what those are. Yeah, there's probably so. So one of the things that I reckon they might be looking at what's that is you know some people have like 
Like, I think even if you have, like, hip issues, if you get those inserts into your shoes, yep. it can change your whole alignment and ah, stuff and yeah. really help with... Wouldn't it be good with to... pain and stuff? So I'm wondering whether they they'd have like a a lift up, lift down, like sole thing that like can merge to your feet and that be... would be cool. Yeah. Like imagine like if if it could just balance a little bit more. Yeah, like I reckon that's the sort of thing they could potentially be working on because that would actually be. I mean, that could help like athletes' performance. That would be mental if you imagine if you think about it. Like because they have so much air technology. They could literally pump you up a couple of millimetres on one side. And well, I pump. reckon most people are, have one leg ever so slightly... What, shorter than the other? Yeah. Do they really? I, well, I to, don't think I, everybody does, I need to but get, I'm sure. So, so. I'm going to get a tape measure, I think. I'm going to have to measure my legs just to see, like, is one weirder than the other? My feet are like that. Yeah, but there's, like, whole issues around it. Like, as I said, like, hip alignment, pelvic alignment. There's there's all sorts of things. And I, I do, and a lot of it is related to how you stand, how your feet to are. To the footwear. To the footwear, yeah. So there, there is, like, a real, you, you are actually talking sense for once. Because that would be also kind of interesting from a width perspective as well. It's like, obviously, we t- we take sizes based on length, generally. Generally, most yeah, shoes don't don't have a, have a width option. But sometimes some shoes are too narrow, some shoes are too wide. Yeah. You just know that. But you wonder if they could use the technology of the inner sole in some way. I'm sh- they've probably done this. Like, this is not an original thought. But so that it would mould to your foot more. Yeah, maybe. Wasn't that what foam posits sort of did? I think, I don't know. I think so. It wasn't my cup of tea, like the foam posit. I know it's a classic. It's a classic. But... Um, I don't know the tech about it. Yeah, it's, um, it, 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 it just fascinates, it fascinates me, technology in shoes. Oh, of course it does. It's technology and it's shoes. Yeah, it's the perfect, it's for, for me... It's the perfect combination. Like, if I could have had another job... Um, aside from do, doing these sort of things, maybe I should have been like a shoe technologist. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Rather than a town planner. A town planner. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell people that. Yes, the university people. I went, when, Way back when, I, I had two offers to go to university and one was to study philosophy and one was to study town planning. And I can tell you I didn't go, I'm not a town planner. Um, and I didn't actually even finish the philosophy either because that was also a load of rubbish. Um, but um, yes, anyway. <laughs> but like like Tiffany Beers, um, she's uh, you know she came up with a lot of the technology in the Adapt, um, which is kind of, it is kind of cool. It's just not quite there yet, and it's not there on. It, it's just the, the silhouettes; they just don't look good. Uh, it'll come I, I reckon we will see a dunk with that in and i will be buying that whatever you say <laughs> i will be buying that i'm going to be all in um and i'm going to get very very excited about it of course you are and i want them to not get rid of the noise because i like the noise <laughs> <laughs> the noise that it makes so um so that's a little bit of um um on shoes and i you know i love the I was just going to say, yeah, the inclusiveness is really cool. But I was just going to say, just going back to those Hirachis, mm-hmm. those Stussy ones. Mm-hmm. Like, we both quite like them. Are you going to go in for them? You know what? You know how, like, I, I went a couple of years ago, I went a bit rogue 
bit exotic. A bit, a, a bit exotic. Um, they this... are a bit of you in a pair of combats, yeah, for sure. Th- yeah, I, I think I could do it. Ooh, so, so when are they coming out? Um, they are coming out on February 12th, apparently. That's the next next week. Is that next week? They'll be know. pricey, won't they? They will be pricey. They'll yeah. be proper pricey. They'll be the price of two pigs. Oh, that's... See, this is the problem. <laughs> this is the problem. I really like them. But do I go for a pricey pair of shoes or do I go for something that I know and love? You know what the answer is. I know. I know what the answer is. But and also, let's be honest, would you actually, even if you went in for them, would, would you them? actually, no, would you actually get them? Probably not. Probably not, because I think there's a lot of heads out there that, that want them. Yeah, and I think that you've just used that so your sneaker right. app luck for a, for a bit. I have. Oh, sneakers. What, what, well, no. I think if you... <laughs> Dunk or Harachi, I'd rather take the dunk. Exactly. I'd rather take the dunk. So, um, late last week, SJ, I've, I've had a little look through some shoes for you. Okay. And you've got to say what you see. Say what I see. Um, but one of the things that we were talking about, um, we were talking about the Denham, Denham Nike Blazer 77. The Dutch brand, yeah. Um, and you were like, how much do they cost? And I was like, <laughs> oh, they're over 100 I found out the price. They're 154. Is that right? Oh no 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 no! They're 159.90. Yeah. And um, and you were like, really? Now I'm showing. I'm going to show SJ some pictures. Like they're really nice. They are really nice. Like Tony is Tony is all in for these. They're a lovely sale color. They're lovely sale. You know, I I like the brand Dutch brand. Founded by an English fella, Um, but I think with these, take a closer look at the leather. Because I think this isn't the cheap, nasty stuff that's on your um, <laughs> my disgusting on your habanero reds. This is proper. Yeah, no, the leather looks lovely. The leather on the the tongue tab looks really nice. I love obviously the red accents. I love these. They're amazing. I like really, really like these. But I'm bulking at 160 quid for a pair of blazers. I'm afraid. Yeah, it's it's pricey. That's like that's nearly two pairs of SBs. Exactly. But look at them. Oh, don't. Look at I, them. I, I, I was look like, as soon as I saw them earlier, I was like, no, I'm not, not going in. All right. But now you're showing me all the details and now I'm like, they're really nice. And now. Yeah. The padding looks quite nice around the ankle. It's it's sort of slightly thicker than normal. They're a very beautiful pair of um, mid 77s. I think that leather on the back heel tab as well is going to be like. Glove leather. Yeah, a bit like the the leather that they use on the Oski blazers on the inside. I That's think, what it looks like. I think you're right, SJ. I think and uh, but I think people will go for these. I, I don't think these will sit. No, they won't. But I have an alternate and it's a bit of a blazer week. Okay. It's a bit of a blazer week. I have an alternate. Um it's cheaper. It's in this tactic <laughs> Sorry. Uh, SJ's uh, we've got we've been we're in the, we're in the basement it's really like stuffy down here and it just sets me off and we've been shifting stuff around so there's dust everywhere at the moment um, but what about so there's this there's a tactic so there's a mid 77 blazer with more of a tactical canvas SJ and it's sort of in this olive drab what what do you mean by tactical canvas <laughs> Exactly that. It it's more so it comes back to it comes back to 
It does. It comes back to that military theme that we were talking about earlier. And and so have a look. Say what you see. So they're, sort of, they're like a sage green is how I'd describe them. The colorway almost looks quite similar to my... Um, okay, it's not as green as this, but it, it's... There's a similarness, similarity <laughs> to my deconstructed canvas blazers. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's... It's not as greeny, but that's more of a sage green. So I describe it as olive drab. <laughs> and that, that is a proper military colour. Yeah, to it is. And I think they're lovely. I think they're, they're, they're you. They uh, are nice. They're really you. But I found another pair of blazers. Blazer low. Oh God! Blaze alone. Have, oh. SB. So like, you can take your normal Nike mid seventy seven blazer, and you could do one because I found you these. What have you found me? I found you clay red with a white <laughs> swoosh. I know. SB. These are so nice. Um, these are possibly, possibly one of the nicest lows I've seen. Um, they they take hints from the the mid seventy seven. They're not a GT. They're just a standard. Are these the ones that are out now? Are these the court blazers? They're no, not, are they? They're not. They're not. Actually, these are way nicer than the court blazers. Oh yes, oh yes. But I like the court blazers for for a, a beat. But these are nice. I've been after a red pair for ages. Exactly. Keep, I've, I've been saying for like the past eighteen months, and it, we, Nike SB needs to do a red and white. Yeah, I'm all in on those. And the thing was... I want two pairs, one to beat, one to keep. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Um, I think what what I found amusing when I was looking at these these blazer lows that are in um, red clay... When are they coming? They are coming very, very soon. Um, They're incredibly well-priced. Actually, they're not coming very, very soon. I'm on the Sneaker News website now, people, because that's where I saw them. And it just says release date 2021. Um, they're going to come in at a standard US $75. So that's going to be, I think you should get these. Yeah, what, I'm what, all, what, I've just said, what, one what, two pairs, beat and keep. When, when they hit. So I've got like three more things I probably want to talk about. Mm. And um, one of them might be a little controversial. Okay. And um, it was, I see a lot of talk about, sneaker heads and sneaker community and i've and like sj's now going where are you going with this and i was thinking i've been thinking a lot about this and um i I think i think what it shows is that there's lots of good people out there but i don't know whether we should be putting labels on ourselves um and i say good people out there because you know this morning um someone posted on instagram that their dog needed um it needed emergency veterinary surgery they didn't have the funds they wouldn't set up a gofundme within two hours or so had the money and um and like this person's instagram um stories you could see how much it meant like dogs are really really important um and i and and i think um you know i think it's great that there's there's a group of people that are passionate about shoes um, and that we, and that's what unites us. But my question really is, does Sneakerhead define us or does it just help other people find us to share the passion, but it doesn't define who we are? Um, and I suppose as I was continuing to think about this, how do we 
sort of break free of the labels that we use to define us. And I know tribalism is a thing. And equally, that is that can be equally dangerous, uh, you know, as we see emerging in various parts of the world. You know, the fact that we like to label ourselves into groups is somewhat it excludes people in some form or other. Um, I don't know. I was just like, this has just been going around in my head a lot around, you know, I don't consider myself to be a sneakerhead. Um, I just collect lots of shoes um, and I like the people that I meet, but I don't, you know, I, I also, I still play a ton of video games, not as much as I should. I don't consider myself a gamer. I, I love cocker spaniels. I don't consider myself to be a cocker crazy person. <laughs> um, I, like, there's so many things. There's so many layers to individuals that I, I just, I just keep coming back to this. Should it define us? Um, anyway, SJ, what do you think? Because I know it's a bit of a random topic. It's a bit of a random one. And personally, I don't like the term sneakerhead. I find it a bit of a derogatory wanky term really? just just because of, yeah if you think about uh, <laughs> if you think about i don't know it's a strange term it, it's a strange one i just think it is a bit almost derogatory and, and like laughable i don't think days. it's laughable i don't know i think like i think Maybe laughable is not the right no, word. No, I think that's the wrong word. That's, but you know what I mean. And I think that I'm maybe I'm just thinking about that that terrible program that was on Netflix called Sneakerheads. Yeah, that was funny. It was funny. It was funny because it was so bad. It was funny, and there was. <laughs> but the thing is, there was, there was little nods, and you, and I think that was kind of interesting. You know how I said earlier, like just about what if you talk to what to people about what we're into and yeah, like I, I, the lengths that we go i think that show actually just shined a light on <laughs> and just i think it deliberately set out to be slightly ridiculous i think there's like yeah that's true that is very true i don't know i just i yeah i'm not into the, the whole it's the labels thing the labels thing and it's like um yeah i don't know it's a strange one i like i love the fact that we get to meet people all around the world the by... thing is i just like what i like yeah, but does, doesn't everyone like what they like? No, that's the difference. Really? See, I think a sneakerhead buys stuff that they don't necessarily... I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. so. I, I disagree. Know. I disagree. I, I, just don't, I just don't like the term. Okay, well, we'll find another term. Because I'm not... I wouldn't consider myself a sneakerhead. No, we just like shoes. Just uh, like a particular... Type of shoe. Yeah. Um... But then, you know, I think it's, it comes down like, do you need to define yourself? No. Exactly. You, you are what you are, who you are. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, yeah. I'm and not, I think you're, mul- I think people are multifaceted. I'm not into the whole defining thing. No. I, I like, I think, but I think then, there has to be a bit of, you know, you. <laughs> I can see I this know, has really flummoxed I, you. It has. All right, it's, like I, I it's late in the day. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll. I'll let you ponder that, <laughs> SJ. Maybe we'll come back to it another time. Yeah, I don't don't like the defining. Okay, that's fine. 
I, it was just something that's been there at the back of my mind of just like, hmm. Because if you're also if you're defining, I don't know. People what have, defines it? People then have a a preconception. If you define yourself as something, people then have a preconception about you. Exactly. And it's like, no. Exactly. Which is why it's multi. Which is why people are multi-layered, and they have many, many. I think sometimes people like a badge, like uh, th- th- this is me, and that's fine. But I just think people are more, much more complex than that. Um, yeah agree and, and it's deeper like, and richer yeah. and there's so much more yeah um but i it was as, just as as going back to house music it, you don't know me i don't yeah you don't know me <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like <laughs> people do if you give if you yeah anyway. I, I, I get the whole tribal thing which fascinates me as you know mm-hmm. like the whole not not sneak not sneakhead thing, but the whole like gang culture and football hooliganism, hooliganism. The I, whole that all of those sort of things really fascinate me. The way people act and that whole thing that unites them. Yeah, but yeah, it's a weird one. It like, is a weird one. Okay, we are all like our little community is all united around what we do. But I think I think we all like what we like. For different reasons, yeah, know. I think weird. we like what it we like weird. for different reasons, and yeah. I reckon, like, probably what it is is that there's there's scales of things, and and what's interesting is a vague appreciation of of shoes is the intersection where we all cross. And we're back onto intersections, are we? We are like it's <laughs> intersections, and that's where we cross. That's where our interests cross. That's and so. But what's interesting is if you think about that um, and you were to map it, that gets bigger and smaller, but it's a safe space where where you can be who you want to be, but knowing that there's other layers to you as individuals that maybe there's no intersection and there's no connection there, and that's fine. Yeah, I'm just thinking, it may have been, who was it that was really surprised that we were into house music? Was it Levi? I can't. Not. I can't remember. And there you get. That's the whole thing too. If you're into like a certain type of look or something, they don't necessarily think you're into something else. No, that's very true. That's very true. Like you're really into Def Leppard, <laughs> <laughs> or is it White Snake? <coughs> you're not really. Are me, you? No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> at all. Um, so, well, like I just think that that's an ongoing question, and it's it's so big. And, and deeper question that you know we'll never answer it on on a on a little bit of a podcast but i did want to talk touch on two more things just very very briefly um so we talked a bit about last resort and i can now confirm you've got a pair i bought a pair you did but i had to size down people yeah so they are i found them incredibly long it's gonna sound peculiar <laughs> they're incredibly long um but I have bought a pair of the Lowe's and I can tell you they're super comfy and they look so clean on foot. Yeah. So, mis- so clean. The suede is really, really nice and like it's a really nice, sounds silly, but it's a nice, it's a proper black. It's really rich. Yeah, really rich. Plush, plush suede. Yeah. Real nice. So I've bought some of those. So so look out for a um, an unboxing for them. At the time when we did the unboxing, I hadn't purchased them at that point. I was only looking at them because um, I wanted to buy them and we tried them on I was like ah, the size is weird um, and normally I'm a 
a UK so a US eleven point five um, in blazers in, in blazer lows, and I basically had to drop down to a um, a US eleven, which is a UK ten, and yet for a dunk high, people, I I wear a US twelve. Um, and it doesn't feel big. So it was just really interesting to see the difference and feel the difference. I wear Nike so much that it was just, I, and and I whenever I get Adidas, Adidas, however you say it, Adidas in Europe, um, I would normally go up a little bit because I find them really narrow. So it was really interesting to come down a size for a European, um, a, a European brand shoe. And I, particularly I, when they look quite narrow. They do. They, they're, I think the black and how rich it is and how it sucks light in, it doesn't reflect a lot of light. I think what that does is that maybe distorts the perception of what they look like. Yeah, and I think with the chunky sole as well, the chunky midsole, and and in the unboxing video, you'll you'll see exactly what we're talking about. Completely. But yeah, if if, uh, the last resort AB. Definitely worth checking out. And um, finally, just on random things to talk about, um, if you're on Clubhouse... (laughs) <laughs> we're on clubhouse or i am um i'm going to be making a pint of stuff or sneakers and stories house oh are you yep okay cool um where we'll go and talk chat chat stuff at some point um i've joined some of the others i haven't done it yet so it's going to be interesting I'm, I'm really intrigued by this format but yeah if you're there hunt us down or if you're not there and you want to join I've got a couple of invites. Yeah, there we go. Um, so, yeah, so, so so let me know. And, um, yeah, I suppose the only thing for us to say is uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for staying with us this long, putting up with this bit wow, of a ramble. Wow, it was ram- a long one. A bit of a ramble right at the end there. Um, but I hope, you know, hopefully nobody's offended by that. But I was just, I just wanted to, I, I wanted to explore the topic. I thought it was kind of interesting. If you want to leave us a message... I was actually going to say, I don't think that... Do many people actually define themselves as a sneakerhead? I think it's other people that define the people for them, if that makes sense as well. It does. I think sometimes people... I think people are looking for other people with interests and sometimes it's easier to say, this is is what I am and this is what I'm into. Um, I just think I'm... Maybe I'm just more... There's more layers there at the moment. But... um, yeah, if you if you've got opinions on this, people, leave us a message, um, a, a voicemail. I'll uh, I'll put the link in the description of the podcast if you want to do that, and you can click it, and then um, you can leave us a message on Anchor or leave us a DM on Instagram. It is Pint of Stuff. If you don't follow us on YouTube, it's also Pint of Stuff. Um, we do sort of sneaker unboxings and things, and uh, I suppose time to say goodbye. Yeah, I'll, I'll say bye, SJ. Goodbye, Mister B. Thanks for listening to Sneakers and Stories. 